and welcome to the official Leeds United podcast with me, Emma Jones, Jermaine Bedford, and Matt Lewis, who has only just woken up. Morning, Matt. Morning. How are we all? <laughs> what time is it over there? Uh, I mean, it's not. It's it's eight eight forty now. But um, I just you uh, lazy swine. You've just woken up. Yeah, no. Well, hang on. Unbelievable. I, I, I was choosing to have a lie in this morning because I was unaware. It's a Monday. Normally, do the show on a Tuesday, and I just got a series of text messages from from the producers at like five minutes before coming on saying. Um, we're doing Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> so here I am. Completely non-podcast related, but I'm just intrigued uh, by the fact that you wake up at like 8.40. Is that what normally... time you actually... No, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Normally I'm in the gym at that time, but I, um, yeah, I chose this Monday after a heavy weekend to have a, a lie-in. Why was it a heavy weekend, Matt? Anything to do with the Leeds game? <laughs> I, yeah, I was uh, just consoling myself after after the after that game, yeah. Um, I was half expecting to, for you to say you don't know how you feel again. Am I right? Um, yes. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's, so, there's so many different. Um, weirdly, I didn't feel as actually as depressed as as a last minute loss, a late loss when you've when you've been in front three times should make you feel. It didn't. It didn't. I wasn't as gutted as as I feel like I should have been because Why there was so many. Well, there, was, there was so many. Well. I feel like it was a game that I wasn't really expecting us to win away at Spurs. I felt like there might, have, you know, we said on the show last week there might be something there for us. But once the game started, I thought, I don't know, man. I don't think we're really going to get, you know, a point would be great. I don't think we're going to get a win. Um, and, there, and 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 off the back of that, there were so many positives to take from the game going forward um, that it was kind of I, I didn't feel too too downhearted about the whole thing other than obviously the gutted that we didn't get three points or at least a point but I still feel like there was so many positives there that I wasn't as devastated as I probably should have been I don't know how are you Bex yeah I'm, I'm not that dissimilar to you to be fair like going into the game I would have been happy with a draw but you know it's it's a big game against a very difficult opposition at a phenomenal football stadium with a decent fan base most of the time so you know you, you I, I was taking it with a little bit of a pinch of salt um, looking forward to it obviously because we're coming off the back of two fantastic wins two great results uh, and one game left before the, the start of the World Cup tournament so everybody's going to put everything on the line we've only got three players that are heading out to the World Cup as well so I was thinking to myself we've still got more than enough to go out there and, and be physical and do the things that we normally do without having to worry about the possibility of picking up a slight niggle or a slight injury mm. and missing the World Cup. So I wasn't really that worried or concerned about the possibility of losing. Um, however, as the game went on and, you know, we see the way we started the game, that, mm. that for me kind of intensified and heightened what my expectations were of, of us for that game as it's well. It's the hope that gets you, isn't it? When you realise the hope gets you every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you go from thinking, oh, we won't win this, to actually we should win this. We could. And then yeah. we, and and we, we should blow them away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, it was the heartbreak of conceding in such quick succession. And then Tyler Adams getting that red card. I think it just felt a bit like He had to. He had to though. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, don't, was... I don't hold it against him. I would have done the same thing. The first one wasn't even a yellow card anyway. So the, I mean the second one was definitely. The first one wasn't, but yeah, he had no choice, did he? No, he had no choice. They were on the counter attack and look, it, these things happen. You expect them to happen uh in that sort of setting, that sort of scenario, but 
look, you ha- it is what it is. I mean, it is the, what it is. The, a lot of the frustration, I mean, the, the frustrations I do have, obviously we, we talked about the defending last week and I don't really feel like we have to, you know, flog a dead horse with that again this week. Um, but there was a couple of things that... The the manner of their goals were frustrating, not from a defensive position, but like the the corner, the, fl- the, 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 the foul I mean, on on Millie, oh whether God. they checked yeah. it or not, I don't know. But like you kind of just expect that now. Like even mm. when we're in a pub and we all just went, well, it's clearly a foul, but they're going to give but it. They're not going to give it. Yeah, yeah I, I just, I just, we just yeah. kind of expect that now. But then there was the second goal, which was a, you know the kind of those deflections and and it just their goals were frustrating ones for us to concede, um, especially when our three goals were all really good. So yeah, yeah. It felt it felt wonderful at times, but also desperately unpredictable. So I feel like as an if there were neutrals watching it, they'd have enjoyed that game. But I feel like sure. as Leeds United fans, you just kind of like, can we just put a game to bed? Can we just like get a, a one nil or something? I, I don't want a one nil though. I'm, oh, I'm selfish. Can, can you can you can your <laughs> heart deal it. with it? <laughs> no, not at all. Because you'll you'll be on eggshells the whole game. You know, I was talking to um to Victor Orta's little boy, uh, Matteo. And he's only he's only young. It's so sweet, right? And he, I said to him before the game, right, talk to me. What do you think the score is going to be? And he said, ah, we'll we'll win two one, but it's going to be one one, and we'll for a long long time, and only in like the last minute we'll score the winner. I said, mate. I can't live like that. <laughs> I'd rather get two really, really early goals, and like yeah. I'd rather go behind, give them, uh, give them the the early lead, score two goals back to back, and then dominate possession and have a boring, boring game after that. That's that's what I would rather see. I'd rather see them not score. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but you know. <laughs> I, I do think that um, you know I mentioned there that these bigger teams they don't need they don't need any more help, and 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 one of the things that I mean by that is you look at squad depth and and. I do think that that game, it, it, if we'd have had a, a, a stronger bench, we, we've been unfortunate with injuries. You know, Click wasn't in the yeah, team. Yeah, that's it. Um, and uh, a couple of other players that had to, to miss out. And that game was Hat, crying Jack, out for s- some people to bring on. And it put, and it kind of put Jesse in a in a in a really catch twenty two situation because if he brings some of the people on, the, the younger, you know, JB or, or whoever in in the midfield, and then we lose, you go, oh well, he was naive bringing some kids on. You know, he needed experience. Yeah. But then if he doesn't bring people on, they go, oh, well, he's been silly. The players were tired in the middle. They needed something. He didn't do anything. And he kind of, mm. when you've got a bench like that, holding a lead is is difficult. If we'd have actually been drawing or losing, it would have been easier for him. But yeah. when, we were yeah. le- when we were leading and we're going into those dying moments and, and he's got a, a, a bench of youngsters, it's very difficult for him, i got to say. Um, and it kind of, I'm not sure what I would have done differently, honestly. Um, I know, Matt, you, you you mentioned we don't want to dwell on the defensive frailties too much, but and you mentioned the positives from that game. Just talk us through, both of you, what they were. What what are we taking from that game? Performance. Goals. Performance. Look, we, we went to Tottenham, who were third at the time in the Premier League, in their own backyard, and we beat them up. You know, we went toe-to-toe with them, and we came out with... Uh, we came out looking and smelling and feeling fantastic. Like everybody can appreciate the good stuff that we do. And, yeah. uh, you know, don't get me wrong. We're still a work in progress. That's normal. Every, anybody knows that, you know, we've been back in the se- in the Premier League. This is what our third season now. So it's ex- expected for us to, to have moments of, of um, difficulties. Uh, and that's what we have in every game. We're not going to be, playing like Manchester City every single week, you mm-hmm. know, when they're flying high, we're going to go through the ups, the downs. We're going to have great moments. We're going to have, you know, rubbish moments. But 
that's what makes us unique to 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 us, you know, to the footballing world. We we don't necessarily do things the right way all the time, <laughs> but when we do, it's incredible and what a journey it is. Um so you have to look at the the youngsters that came on, the pos- going back to your question, the positives, the youngsters that came on getting Premier League experience, but also doing themselves and and the club proud as well. They don't look out of place, you know. Sam Greenwood, I felt sorry for for uh, Willie Anonto. He um, he had a little bit of a rough time from Perisic, yeah, he did. and yeah, he was he was getting um, caught left, right, and centre. I think he's, he, I think he did really well, but because um, that's you know, an example it's, it's, we could have done with another 20, 10, 20 minutes out of him, but he got he got the crap yeah. kicked out of him first half, oh, didn't he? Mate. Oh, so so much, and I felt for him. You could see him physically trying to uh, to shrug it off, get on with yeah. it. But it just wasn't meant to be. You know, we've got um, Sam Greenwood, who, again, he's he's doing really, really well. He's forcing his way into the into the team. Now he's he's going to be asking Jesse Marsh questions. Well, Jesse's going to be asking questions about himself, whether Sam's going to be ready for a continuous run of, of, uh, of games, of starts. Mm-hmm. Um, but all in all, I love to see the young players coming through and getting their, their game experience, but not seeming out of place. And that's, that's, that's the most important thing for me. So going back is that's one of the positives that, that we've definitely seen. Well, you got Rodrigo with that, you know, the, his first oh, goal was fire, just a lash, but then the, that third goal was just, what a finish. And, it was brilliant. And, and seeing that from him was, was great. Um, filled me with a lot of confidence going forward. Uh, Somerville, the ability to, I mean, that pass was was behind him. To to drag that forward and that close ball control and then finish it was just that's world class. How much confidence is he playing with? Like he's, yeah. he's playing he's playing regularly now. He's playing week yeah. in week out. But I've noticed a big difference with him since William Nonto's um, come on the scene as well. So they they look mm-hmm. brilliant together. They've got a great friendship off the pitch uh, alongside being on the pitch as well. And sometimes you just need that catalyst. You need something like that to be the catalyst for right. you to be able to propel yourself into. Um, to fulfill your your um, your abilities, and that's what he's doing. He looks so confident. What is that? Four goals in four games. Yeah, four goals in a row in four games in a row. Flipping fantastic that is. I think it's um, the first time in certainly Leeds history that four the two players have scored goals in four consecutive games with Rodrigo and him and, and Rodrigo. Amazing. Um, yeah. So you know, there's goals there. We know that. Um, we just need to. Stop conceding them on on the yeah. other end, you know. Yeah, mm. um, lads, but what I do, what uh, I do, what I will say as well is the confidence of the team because you know we were in a real rut and we looked in a real bad spot and and I was worried that regardless of how hard they were fighting, regardless of how much they wanted it, they looked, you know, a, a run of results like we had, a, a team can very easily collapse into into poor performances mm. week in week out. The rot sets in and suddenly you mm. you're in big big trouble. Um, and I know we won at Anfield and that was a big deal, but it feels like the players have have found some confidence and some self-belief again. And yeah, okay, yeah. we still lost the game, but we're away at Spurs. Um, and I and I feel like that there's a there's a team in there that believes that they, they're actually not where they should be in this league, and that's a good sign. Yeah, I think mm. I agree. You know, if you're Jesse now, um obviously we're heading into a World Cup, so he's got this bit of a break with the bulk of the players. What are you thinking? He'll be taking stock on this first part of the season. What do you think he's thinking and what is he gonna be looking ahead? What's he gonna be utilizing this time to do, do you think, Bex? Um just just sharpening up on a couple of areas. Like 
the the defensive elements obviously the defensive um issues over the last couple of weeks have been highlighted naturally which you would expect like you mentioned before before these last three games the run of results we had they weren't they weren't the best you know there were a couple of individual errors um that that caused us to concede a, a couple of goals and again against spurs you know away from home we scored three goals but we conceded four and that's not really that's not ideal. Although the performance was great and the one or two of their goals probably should have, uh, one of them definitely should have been mm. ruled off. But, yeah. you know, we, we could have easily come away from that game with a point. So in, against the top three uh, club pushing for a Champions League spot. So, you know, you, you've got to take all of these games with a little pinch of salt. Um, the World Cup break has come at a great time for Jesse. I would say a week or two, a couple give the boys a couple of weeks off, a week and a half off, and then get back to it. Let them reset, refresh their minds, enjoy it, get excited about watching football as a football fan, not only as a football player. And then just work on those 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 few elements, those few areas that, that we feel need ever so slightly tweaking. You know, we're, look, we're not far off being a, a brilliant football inside at the front and at the back. It's just a matter of a couple of minor issues, a couple of minor tweaks that need that need tweaking. And we'll get that. You know, we'll get a couple of key players back as well. Um, when we do come back, I think the next game's the 28th, Man City, isn't it? Um, yeah, so 28th of December. Looking, nice, easy yeah, game so looking to look forward, forward to. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Erling Haaland would have a nice, nice little rest as well, wouldn't he? So that would yeah. be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, boys, I know you both kind of expressed the fact that you weren't overly happy about the fact that there was a World Cup at this point in the season because it kind oh, of forces a, a, a break yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Matt, um, can you see the positives for the players that aren't heading out there with their respective countries? Uh, for the, the players that are not going to get a rest, you mean, that are yeah. going to stay home? Yeah, yeah. Can you, for our players? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, Bex is probably the best person to ask. I mean, players want to play, don't they? But also at the same time, if there's got any niggles in the squad, if we've got any injuries that we've picked up, that sort of helps them. But I imagine that players want to play, don't they, Bex? Yeah, the players want to play. But do you know what is, is quite interesting and, and what I feel could possibly help us out right at the back end of the season, the last five, six games, is that, the majority of other teams in the Premier League will have a lot of players go into the World Cup. Yeah. yeah, a lot of players. So there's a possibility. I'm not saying it will happen, but there's a, there's a slight possibility that mm. a little bit of fatigue will kick in yeah. the back end of the season. And look, we know how we play. We play that high intensity, high energy, high press, um, in your face, uh, high adrenaline type of football. You know, we can do that and we can maintain that for the for the duration of the game. Whereas the back end of the season, after obviously having a World Cup break in between and, you know, literally straight away off the back of that, the season gets underway again. Yeah. They might not be able to handle it as well as we right. will. So, you know, I, I truly do believe that it's going to benefit us eventually. The running thing is one of our things, isn't it? We, we, the, that exactly. was clear from that was clear at Spurs. Obviously, they got tired in the end and we didn't have the bench for it, but they, they run their blood to water. Um, and and those mm -hmm. that aren't those that are going to the World Cup, I mean, playing every you know fo tournament football every three, four, five days that's hard work in, in that it, hot in the climate legs. as well. Yeah, yeah. In that, so that hot climate, yeah. That's got that has to that has to have some benefit, doesn't it? For us, I, I, I think mean, so. Yeah. I think it will have a, a benefit for us. Look, it's 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 all um, hindsight. It's all hearsay. Yeah. You know, at the moment, you know, because yeah. we we've never been in this situation before, no. so we don't know how the players are going to recover. We don't know how they're going to cope with the mm -hmm. heat, with the climate, with the 
um, the expectation levels that are placed upon them with the pressures that come with playing in the World Cup, especially if, you know, like we're expecting, Man City have got a team full of, you know, superstars. Yeah. We're expecting them to get to the latter stages of the World Cup, the majority of their players, the latter stages of the World Cup. So could they feel a little bit of fatigue towards the, um, when they come into the game against us, the last 30 minutes, 25, 30 minutes? Who knows? Again, that could be somewhere that we could benefit. I'm asking you pure speculation here, Bex, but would you, would you expect yeah. um, probably the injury risk to be so much higher? When when I just said there, tournament football, everyone's playing every few days, you've got tired legs, and then you're going straight into the most intense league in the world, Premier League, straight away. You know, normally they go on holiday for a little bit before the season starts. This time, yeah. they're finishing a tournament and straight into it. Their in injury risk has got to be at least higher than, than ever before. Uh, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. Look, when you're playing tournament football, it's not it's not like the when you're in a, in a season, right? Because there's no, you, you don't mind if you draw the game. You go out in right. every single game to try and win it. You've only got yeah. three games in a group stage. So you're trying to win every single one. So you're putting everything into it. Maybe doing things that you wouldn't necessarily normally right. do. Um, so yeah, the risk in um, the possibility of getting injured is enhanced. Yeah, naturally. I'm hoping there's no serious injuries, but I hope, mm. you know, teams like Man City do end up with like 11 or 12 <laughs> slight niggles <laughs> going into our game. <laughs> but then be, be all right for the game after. That's what yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Just, just, just the 90 minutes I want them to struggle with. <laughs> when you look at the table though, sitting 15th with um, 15 points so far this season, are you satisfied with where we're at heading into this World Cup break? Um. If you'd have asked me three weeks ago before Liverpool, um, you could have 15th. I'd have said, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All day long. Um, I think at that point, it was staying out of the relegation zone any, any way, shape or form. You know, I, I did not want to be in that bottom three going into the World Cup. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you asked me then and I'm ecstatic. If you asked me at half-time against Spurs, where where I'm, I'm hoping we could be, then maybe a bit higher, but... Um, mm. Hey, it, I'm, I'm, it's you know, I'm, I'm not going to complain. I think six points in the last nine, I, I would have bitten your hand off. So mm, absolutely. Look, let's not forget we've still got a game as well. We've still got a game in hand. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I think if we win our game in hand, I'm just having a quick look at the table now. We leapfrog uh, Aston Villa, who are in twelfth place. You know, and then that's all of us on level uh, level games yeah. played. Mm. And then we're, you know, we're we're closing in on on yeah. top half of the table, and you know, it's tight. We're, it's we're just, comfortable. It's always tight yeah. this time of the season, and then once we get into, you know, through your, through your Christmas traditionally Christmas period, yeah, you'll start to see the 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 it take a bit more more shape. Um, so I think we'll have a better idea, obviously, throughout January. But as Beck said, it's going to be such a unique January. It's going to be like nothing we've seen before. So um, I guess we'll it might, maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be one of those where the bottom teams can actually pick up points against the bigger teams in a way that you wouldn't expect around this this period. Because usually they say, yeah. don't they, like the bigger squads over the Christmas intense period, they end up, you know, it's the wheat from the chaff ends up being separated. But actually in this circumstance, those bigger teams that are all gone to the World Cup, it might be a bit of a leveller for for some of the lower teams. So who knows? But um, I think we're in, a, we're in a good spot to kick on. Well, yeah. let's talk about our lads who are heading to the World Cup. We've got Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams uh, both heading to the World Cup with the US, obviously, and Rasmus Christensen with Denmark. And uh, Dan James, of course, out on loan, but he's going there with Wales. Did you see um, Tyler Adams' really sweet picture um, for his World Cup announcement of him as a kid? 
Oh, it was lovely. Wasn't oh, it? it was the yeah, cutest was really kid nice. in the world, and it was lovely because you could see how much it. I mean, don't get me wrong; he still looks exactly the same, but it was a really cute kid, um, and you could see how much it meant to them. But what what are you expecting from our lads out there, Bex? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's frustrating for me. I, I naturally being a forward, being an attacker, I want to see attacking football. I know for a fact we've got the players in our arsenal to do that. To, to play that exciting brand front foot football. But also Gareth um, is, he was a defender. So his thought process, as we've seen in the past, is not, and I wouldn't call it gung-ho. It's not uh, an exciting front-footed, um, getting the opposition face, uh, attacking style of football. It's more of a, we don't concede, we keep it tight and we try and get a goal on the counter or, you know, see if Harry Kane can get up there I think she meant our boys is in our league boys yeah. I mean we could talk yeah we could talk about England <laughs> we but, yeah, England, yeah. Well. <laughs> well you can abs- see how, how, how frustrated that is I am about England but. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to get uh, your views on that so Max. thank you thanks Matt thanks <laughs> Matt yeah. um, do you know what first and foremost most importantly I just want them uh, all four of them to come through the, the yeah. tournament yeah. with great experiences, but unscathed in terms of mm. injuries mm. as well. Um, it's it's a great opportunity for them to experience a World Cup, um, albeit in the in the winter rather than in the summer. Um, so I hope they all do well. Um, just not against England because they're both just not against England. Three of them are in our bloody group, aren't they? Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be diplomatic I there know. as well. <laughs> just, if they can just take 90 minutes off and then the other yeah. two games they can be man just of the hammer match. Each fine. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, lads, I, I know at Bex you, um, you voiced your feelings towards England and Gareth's sort of style of play, but what are you expecting from England? How far do you reckon England will go in this World Cup? <sighs> yeah, go on, be honest, be honest. What do you reckon? Well, we're not going to win it. As simple as that. Not <laughs> so, win it. so how far are we going to um, get? We'll get out of the group stages, and then all depending on who we come up against. Yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure whether we're going to make it. Uh, we might make. We might win a game and then go out the next one. Tell That's us why we're not going to win it, Bex. Have you not seen all the other squads that are out there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they, they play, have you seen how they play as well? Like yeah. you look at mm. teams like Brazil, for example, flipping heck. I saw their their squad. Their squad is unbelievable. It's like an all-stars match. Are Brazil your winners? They, for me, yeah, they are. Mm, same. What about yeah. you, Matt? Um, I think they'll be very difficult to overcome. Mm. Um, yeah. it, it, it's difficult, isn't it? Because... If you look at England's I want last... England to win. Yeah, naturally. of course, of course. Mm, you look but... at England's last few games and you go, right, well, we've got no chance, have we? Because we look dreadful. Um, but tournament football is just so unusual. It's so mm. unlike um, any other form. And, and yeah. y- y- group stage is, is what it is. But once you get to the knockouts... I remember during the World Cup, everyone was sort of saying England too negative. And I do think England are too negative because of the, the sheer attacking talent that we have I do feel that we waste that a little bit but at the mm. same time you know you look at those Italian teams that have won over the over the decades you know well, they won by playing pretty bloody negative because in tournament football you know you, it's just don't concede just don't concede um and but I, they've never had the attacking threat that we've had though they've always no, had agreed, solid no, players absolutely agreed agreed yeah. and actually it's weird because 
they played to their strengths, which was defence. And our, yeah, our, yeah. our strength is not defence. So it's unusual. Um, but, you know, the record doesn't lie. Like by playing in that kind of way, you, it's always squeaky bum time, but you end up managing to overcome teams and you end up, you know, it's horrible. Like that Denmark semi-final in the Euros, you know, you have to really, really eke some, some games out, but it does... It does get results in tournament football, so you just never know. I I agree with Bex. I would like us to play more expansive, and I'd rather go down fighting and trying to get a win. Um, but you know, if he ends up playing the way he plays, and we get to a final again, you can't you can't argue, can you? It's it's a weird one. You no, just can't predict it, but you can't predict it. Do you not think Gareth will try playing a bit more expansively in this World Cup? When you look at the squad that he's taken out there, do you not feel like he is planning on maybe being a little bit more attacking this time around? I think there's certainly teams that you can you can pick, you know, particularly in the group stage. You know, we should be, you know, we, we shouldn't be setting up defensively against I- Iran, for example. Um, mm. You know, that's 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 a match where it's a statement match where you want to set out, you know, what you plan to do in this tournament, yeah, and you absolutely. can let those, and you can, and it's an opportunity to give those attacking players a bit of confidence early on, and say, just you guys go and do do your job. Um, and I hope that they do. Is there anyone that he isn't taking that you think he should have taken? Yeah. Who? Ivan Tony, Dan Byrne. Mm. Yeah, Ivan Tony. Why have been... do you think he hasn't taken Ivan Tony? I'm not entirely sure. He just doesn't quite fit into the um, Gareth Southgate mold of players that that seem to to turn up, which is unfortunate because that's the exact reason why I would take him. Right. Mm. You know, he's not prim and proper. He's not cut from the same cloth. He's a little bit rough. He's a little bit rugged. He bullies defenders. He's yeah. got like really great work ethic, great work rate. His penalties, his record in penalties yeah, is ridiculous, phenomenal. It? It's, it's something like 25 goals out of 26 penalties. And the one he missed was like years ago. He's got a big physical presence about him. He's a number nine. He knows where the back of the net is. He mm. finds himself in the right areas all the time. To to Like he scored two goals the other day, which yeah. were great goals to put uh, against Man City as well. Great defensive team, brilliant yeah. goalkeeper. You know, and he was so confident and calm in his finishing. And that's something that, that we need. Those goals against Man City, it's like you aren't going to get many chances. So you need someone who can, when you, you get them, to take they take them. them. And that's World Cup. Yep. That's what you need, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. And he's it's only Harry Kane that have been involved with, or scored more goals in the in the last uh, year than Ivan Tony. So why right. would you not take him? Yeah. Literally, why would you not take him? The same reason as, as Madison. So I'd take him, but I'd also look at Dan Byrne as well, because Dan Byrne has been in phenomenal um, form this season for Newcastle. So why would you not? You know, he's he's a big centre half, and he's also you could play him at left back as well. A great cover. Do you think he's also but, trusting maybe some of the players that he's taken to previous tournaments and he, and, yeah, and, and know the setup and and that he trusts? Yeah, even if they are potentially out of form, he's yeah. like these guys know what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and to an extent, you can't blame him for that. But it does, it does. Um, look, he, he said in the past, he's not going to pick players on reputation. He's going to pick them on form. However, we're seeing, we're seeing yeah. a lot, a lot of yeah. players being picked on, on reputation more so than form. Well, best of luck to our very own Brendan Aronson, Tyler Adams, Rasmus Christensen Absolutely. and Dan James as well. Uh, and best Go of on, luck lads. to Gareth's England squad. Um, lads, thank you as always. Um, we will see you on the other side on December the 28th when we welcome Manchester City to Ellen Road for what is going to be a very easy game. I'm sure we'll all agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers to that, boys. <laughs> see you all soon. See you later. Bye. Toodaloo. Bye. We are 